Hi there, we're back with The State of Radio, Sonolog's podcast on what looks new and interesting in radio from over here in India. I'm Chavi, and this week we're looking at what's been happening with licensing for private commercial radio in India, two community radio initiatives online, one in India, one global, a little bit of radio news from the UK, and finally, a cool exhibit in Mumbai. Let's get started. The big news this week for Indian radio was that the government has stopped the rollout of the rest of Phase 2 licensing. The licensure and spectrum allocation had been divided into three phases. Phase 1 got over and dealt with the big metros. Phase 2 was Tier 2 towns. And with over 80 frequency allocations still pending on the spectrum, the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting has now ruled that it will consider proposals for Phase 3 and Phase 2 together sometime in the future. The good news is that there is expected to be some policy reform in how the government allocates and charges for the spectrum, and the Association of Radio Operators of India has expressed hope that this time the government will pay attention to its recommendations, which include, among other things, the permission to broadcast news on radio and an increase in allowed foreign direct investment in the radio sector, which is currently limited at about 20%. The not-so-great news is that it's been postponed again. This would be the fourth postponement in the last little bit, with no promise on when this will actually be reviewed by the government. Since there are more than 700 frequencies to be meted out in Phase 3, I guess this means that nearly 800 frequencies will be on the bidding block together whenever the ministry decides it's ready. In the world of community radio, there are two initiatives I wanted to mention. The first is One World South Asia's newly launched portal for audio content exchange among communities. It's called Ek Dunya Anek Avaz, which translates to One World, Many Voices. And the URL is www.edaa.in. This is exciting not only because it can serve as a database for content exchange, much as prx.org does for international public radio, but also because by providing a place where all content can be dumped, it becomes an archive that can be monitored. One of the biggest objections to having news on the radio airwaves, I'm told, is that the Ministry of Information Broadcasting says that there is no way to keep track of the information being put out, to monitor it for tone and content. This is a sort of valid objection. In my mind, a possible scenario for this coming into play is if a station somewhere is inciting violence or communal intolerance. So there should be a system to verify this and to keep such possibilities in check. EDAA is not positioned to be that monitoring service. We don't even have the stations on air yet to monitor or even facilitate such archival or exchange services, but it could certainly grow into that. The URL again is www.edaa.in, Ek Dunya Gavaz, and the site is really good, you should check it out, but I warn you it's been a little slow to load. The second is a fledgling international internet-based community radio called Radio 23. Jeff Simmons, who runs it, said in an email that he's looking for people to do live radio for about two hours each week that will ideally represent the community it's broadcast from and will give their worldwide listening audience and Radio 23 a taste of what the community sounds like. All you need is a computer and a broadband connection to broadcast on Radio 23, and of course the programming that you're going to put out for this show. More information is online at www.radio23.org. I think it's a nifty idea for taking global content local and vice versa. I assume that as community radio grows in India, there will be pertinent programming that could link with Radio 23. 
The programming doesn't have to be in English, which is pretty cool. So if not now, bookmark this for later, because it could be a cool tool to put your stuff out there. This past week, we had a bunch of radio news from the UK. While the big one is how India-owned Absolute Radio has started a huge rebranding exercise, like anyone left on planet Earth didn't know that Virgin Radio has changed hands and is now absolutely rock-oriented. This, by the way, came as no surprise to me, because I found that India, in particular, is obsessed with rock music like nowhere else in the world. Of course they'd want to ricochet this foreign gospel back to where it came from, and where it has been duly forgotten for very good reasons. But no, it's a rock station. But I digress. Anyway, there's a report in the Times this week about how commercial radio in the UK is really lagging behind the BBC in earnings. It's funny how in the UK the state radio is the benchmark and pinnacle of how FM should be. In India, All India Radio is certainly the stalwart, but is certainly not perceived as sexy or well-paying or well-earning. The report goes on to say that earnings are down and are expected to drop to 10% below last year's advertising, partly because so many radio station companies have changed hands. It's a turbulent sort of atmosphere there right now in radio. Virgin, now absolute, is a great case in point. And there's also a huge amount of consolidation and mergers happening, and very few new stations are being launched this year. What's interesting is that of even the niche stations, the one that's doing best is UTV's Talk Sport. Its revenues are up by 18% in the first half of the year. And to me, that's really cool because it's not just niche talk radio that's doing well. It's niche niche talk radio. It's just sports radio that's doing really well. So differentiators in India, all of you guys looking at phase two, phase three licensing, listen up. This is good news for talk radio in my mind. Finally, if you're in Mumbai like I am, there's an exhibit that sounds like it'll sound really good. The record company Saregama is hosting a music exhibition at the museum formerly known as Prince of Wales Museum on the transformation of Indian music in the last 110 years, featuring a listening booth and special exhibits about technology. I believe there are period record players and radios and record cutting machines and microphones and other old studio equipment out there, which is really exciting to me. It's on through the 30th of September and I totally plan to go check it out. So if you're in Mumbai and you want to go see it with me, get in touch quickly. Well, I'm about to wrap up. Next week, we'll look at a cool project that's building an audio recording device that will work as both a literacy tool as well as grassroots community radio. In the words of a pretty silly ad campaign here in which a teacher is communicating with remote classrooms via his mobile phone, what an idea. Well, I'm done here for now and I'll catch you next week. This is Chavi signing off from Sonologues, the State of Radio podcast. Ciao.